This episode of Talking Huge is brought to you by Manscaped.com, the premium global brand for men's grooming and hygiene products. Get 20% off plus free shipping today with promo code GENIRON20 at Manscaped.com. That's G-E-N-I-R-O-N 20 at Manscaped.com. What's up, everyone? This is Vlad, and now you're listening to Talking Huge a new podcast with Craig Goliath, where we discuss and debate the latest trends in the bodybuilding industry and beyond. Now let's get to the show. Craig, what's up, man? What's up, man? Good to see you. Good to see you too, man. How you doing? Good, good. How's your 4th of July, man? Crazy party? Good, yeah. Went all over the place. I saw some stuff you posted from the, you were at a pool party, right, somewhere? Yeah, yeah, I went to a couple of those, yeah, decided to get out for once. <laughs> That's awesome, man. All right, let's get to it, man. I want to give a shout-out to Manscaped. Use code uh, GENIRON20 for 20% off. And all of your fans, all of the listeners can go check it out right now, manscaped.com. Did you um, get the Manscaped products? Yeah, I got them, but I have not used them yet. But I will as soon as I'm about, I'm about ready, for, I'm about due for that trim right now, so... I'm excited to try it. Sounds good. Sounds good, man. All right. So let's get to the first topic, man. Um, so Kai Green, I know you know him. Um, he posted a picture of his current physique update. Did you see that? Yeah, it's all over the place. I know. He went, people went crazy for that one. It's basically he's like over 300 pounds and he's looking ripped. <laughs> yeah, I don't really think that's accurate, man. Um, you think that's a fake picture? I, I just don't think he's 317, not a 5'8", five, 5'9", five, bro. Not that ripped. Uh-huh. Really? Nah. But will you impress... You're, talk- you're talking to the king of scales here, bro. I'm, like, obsessed with the scales. So, you know, I mean, like... I, I mean, I'm... At my all-time biggest, Um, you know, I was uh, 360, but not even nowhere as near as lean as he was. So I just feel like at his height, um, at that weight, it just doesn't make any sense. You know? How much you think, um, how much you think he weighs? In that picture, 285, but honestly, that's even amazing for a guy that's 5'8", five, 5'9", five, and, and shredded, you know, that's massive as hell, you know, like, let's be real, how many people are walking the earth 5'8", I don't know, is he 5'8", or 5'9"? I think 5'9", I believe. Okay, so how many people are walking the earth 5'9", 285, shredded to the bone? Not, not really many at all, so even that's pretty ridiculous you know but to say to say 317 I, I would say no bro you know i used to get a, i used to get a lot of shit about my weight too people like you're not 350 you're not 360 so i'd always show myself at the gym getting weighed you know you got to keep in mind i'm also 63 with shoes on so that's a taller man you know <laughs> no for sure but okay forget the weight for a second do, do you did you find a picture to be uh impressive um <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, Kai, you know, he has an okay physique. You know, I've never been a huge Kai Green fan. Um, you know, I'm not really a fan of anyone. You know, no, I'm not trying to, you know, attack Kai at all. He's a great bodybuilder and he's killing it. Um, but, you know, as far as, like, am I a fan? No. You know, I'm not really a fan of anyone right now in the industry, you know, um, currently for bodybuilding. You know, I haven't really been following it like I used to. But, you know, when Kai posted those pictures, he uh, actually started poking at Phil Heath. Did you see that? He was like, yo, let's go. 
let's do a one-on-one. You know what I mean? Obviously, it's all fun and games, but, you know, people, fans went crazy for that type of stuff, which they always do if you post, you know, you post it. You know what? <clears throat> I've never really been a, you know, I've never really been into watching the Kai versus Phil um, stage, you know, drama, whatever you call it, the, um, Vic, you know, fighting for number one. Um, I was more of the Ronnie Coleman versus Jay era, but I will say this, if they both hit the stage again to go at it, I think that would be legendary. Um, I think it would give bodybuilding like a whole new, holy cow, I need to see this. Like, it'd be exciting again. Um, Because Phil, you know, he's pretty much retired. And then Kai's retired. So if they came at it, like kind of like a bo- some type of amazing boxing match, you know what I mean? Like, like some two guys from retirement, you know, just came back. Um, well, that's that's he's talking about what he was talking about. Actually, exactly what you're saying. He's talking about doing like a thriller type uh, pay per view event, just one on one. And if people can judge, I guess, or it can be judges there, or whatever. But like no other bodybuilder, just them two, you know, head to head. Yeah, that could that could still be pretty big, man. I mean, I would check it out for sure. Um, like I said, I'm not Phil. I'm not a Phil Orkai fan, but I would check that out. That'd be very entertaining to see. If an event like this would take place, right? Which is let's say let's say they make that happen. Let's say this, you know, I don't know if there's enough money for it for them to actually do it. You know what I mean? Because I don't know how much money it would generate a pay per view. I don't know. It all comes down to the the interest level. You know what I mean? Just because people react to it on social media doesn't mean it's going to tra- transition to dollars on pay per view, right? But let's say they made them do it. Um, do you think it should be like exhibition only, just for the show, or do you think it should be actual winner of the event? What do you mean by that? Like somebody would decide who wins the event, whether it's the whether it's people decide during a live event or whether it's people. People, man, you know it's kind of crazy. I, I've never really understood bodybuilding and the judges. You know what I mean? Like you got these like people that judge. It's like you know. I feel like, in my opinion, I feel like bodybuilding and judging should have been like, you know, they should have got like Jay Cutler, Ronnie Coleman, you know, like um. Dexter Jackson, they should get, like, legends from the sport to judge, you know, these shows. They got, like, normal, average-looking people. Why are they the ones judging shows? They never even competed or have, like, like I, I always wondered how that worked with um, judges. Like, like you, I see the people doing, like, the judging. I'm like, who are you people? Like, do you even, do you even lift? You know, like, I never really... I really never understood that, man. I felt like they should got like Ronnie and Jay, like pay them some good money and have them come out and do like the, like the Arnold and the Olympia, like those shows that actually matter, like the real shows, you know? Um, I feel like that's what they should do, you know, have like the top legends in the sport judging these. They know, you know, they were at perfection at one point, so they know what it takes and how it looks, you know what I mean? I don't think the judges in a IABB Pro or NPC even get paid. I think it's more volunteer uh, type thing. I, I think, do you know? What if what if they had a judge? What what if they picked a judge to do like you know the Arnold or something? And maybe the sky had a thing against Kai, you know, or had a thing against Roly. Like they're just gonna judge. They don't give a fuck. They're just gonna judge, you know. Well, that, like, no, but they have they have a panel. What I understand is they have a panel of uh, six judges, right? Whether it's at, a, at a, like a pro show, right? And then they take like all, everybody's scores. So if one has something against the person, like. Should kind of maybe balance out, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm assuming that's how they do it. Yeah, well, I get what you're saying, that it, and that is correct. But what I was trying to say is, what if one of these judges disliked the bodybuilder who was to be honest? They're gonna be like, "Oh, this guy sucks." So I, uh, you know, zero, zero, zero. You know what I mean? So 
I don't know, man. It's just kind of scary with the judging. You just never know, man. So sometimes I've seen people won. I'm like, how did how did the third place get third place, or how did six get six? Like, it's mind blowing, you know. You know, you I, know, you know what I never understood is like, wh wh how do they judge so fast? Because they hit like, let's say you have six bodybuilders on stage, right? And they hit a pose which lasts like you know a few seconds, really, right? How do they like? Every time I ask Steve Weinberger, how do you do it? He's like, well, I just see, you know, I'm seasoned, like I know how to do it quickly. And they always, the judges always tell you, like, live is, you know, it, pictures don't mean anything. That's, they all say the same thing, right? Pictures is all, like, after the fact. You got to see it live. That's the only way you can judge. But I'm like, how do you have enough time to see them all? Like, you know what I mean? I feel like some bodybuilders don't get enough, you know what I mean? Attention. It's a mystery, brother. I, I never understood it myself. Yeah, man. I was, I was wondering about it. But, you know, it's interesting. If, if they were to do, like, the live event, right, pay-per-view... So I guess people can vote in a system live, right? And then the winner of that voting will get the pro will get the victory, basically. But even then, it's not guaranteed to be honest because what if just Kai's fans will dominate the pay-per-view? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, they're both pretty, like, Kai and Phil, they're both pretty, like, neck and neck with the fans. I think they have, like, half people like Phil and half like Kai. Like, I don't think it's, like, 60-40. I think it's, like, half and half, man. You got your Kai fans and you got your Phil fans. You know what I mean? Um, and they both get a lot of shit. You know, um, Kai, Kai Green gets shit for, you know, um, his extended stomach, um, maybe smaller arms, um, you know, kind of look like that. And then also Phil for his stomach, you know, as well. So, uh, you know, people do hit them for certain things, you know. But that's every bodybuilder. Everybody, every bodybuilder pretty much gets picked on something, you know what I mean? But that's like, you know, so they both got about the same amount of, you know, um, um, you know, weak points, is, you know, so I feel like it would de definitely work, you know, like um, if they did go at it, it would definitely be like a good um, uh, rivalry. Like it would be really, people would be like, whoa, you know what I mean? Like did they bring up their weak points and did they bring, did they step up? Did they better themselves from the last shows? You know, do they improve their physique? You know, so I feel like they both have the same amount of flaws. So it would be really, you know, cool to see if they, you know, stepped up. You know, I was talking to Victor Martinez recently, right? We did an interview with him. And with he, Victor? Victor Martinez, yeah. And he said the only way he would want to come back on stage ever is to do the, a pay-per-view type event against Jay Cutler, potentially. You know, 2007 rematch they had, you know, that was a controversial decision. And, and yeah. In people's opinions, you know what I mean? That's why everybody says it was a controversial decision because people said that, you know, Victor was more supreme that year. I don't know if you remember that show. In 2007, right? Yeah, a lot of people are saying that um, he had it. Um, I'd have to go back and look at the pictures, but yeah, I do. I did hear that a lot, that he had it in 2007. Yeah, um, that has come up a lot. Man, Victor's been around forever too, huh? For a minute, yeah. Um, I think unofficially, yeah, I think he's, I don't think he ever came out as retired. Yeah, he's not competing anymore. He looks great, though. He has great physique. Uh, but would, would you watch that one, Victor Martinez versus uh, Jay Cutler? I would rather watch that than any other show. <laughs> I'd, I'd watch that over the Kai and Phil show any day. Yeah, absolutely. You're, you're Jay Because <laughs> yeah. you're, you're a Jay fan, yeah. Jay's my boy, you know, like I, you know, I see him all the time at the gym. And, uh, you know, I don't think he'd ever do it. You know, he's too, he's done with any of that stuff. You know, he makes his money. He does his thing. I don't think he'd ever be a part of that. But, you know, it'd be cool to dream. How about a pay-per-view event, you versus Big Rami? 
<laughs> me, me, me versus Big Rami now with my injury or me at 100%? At 100%. Ooh. <laughs> Maybe. I would watch that. I would watch that. Good exposure. It'd be uh, good exposure for sure. Maybe not bodybuilding. Maybe something else, like an arm wrestling competition or something. Arm wrestling, I, I, I'd get, I'd get murdered at. Um, I don't. The last time I arm wrestled somebody was 2009. It was at a pool party, and this guy was drunk, and he's like, "Dude, I'll arm wrestle you for three hundred dollars." And I'm looking at him like, "Well, he must be a pro or something, because he's gonna, you know, throw away three hundred dollars." And I look at him, and he's just like wobbling. I'm like, "Okay, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna risk it." So I go to arm wrestle him right like this, and I'm ready to arm wrestle him, and I'm just like, "Done." Like I, I was like 300. Yes. That was the last time I arm wrestled. Um, I made 300 bucks. Um, the only reason why I've never done it after that, um, or the only reason why I've never done it besides that is because the last time I did it before that was at a party. And, um, I, uh, I, that's when I'm back in my natty days, actually. So this is like 2005 or six. And, um, some dude arm wanted to arm wrestle me. thought he was a big shot. And, um, <clears throat> we were sitting there like this forever. And then, um, you know, like, cause he was a pretty big guy too. And we were just like this forever. And then, um, I eventually won, but then I couldn't train arms for a whole month. And I just told myself, I'll never do that again. It's not worth it. Yeah. So look, I've only arm wrestled twice, probably ever. So yeah, Rami would kill me at arm wrestling. How about, uh, how about like an eating competition, like a hot dog eating competition? I'm done. He got me again. We're two for two, man. I suck at eating. There's gotta be something I could beat Rami in. Gotta be something, man. What about the whip check? <laughs> you got that one. The whip check or no? Think I got Robbie on the whip check? <laughs> I, think, I think you do. I think you do. <laughs> yeah, I'm a wide guy. Um, so it's interesting because, um, you know, when it comes to retirement, right? Um, you know, you mentioned Victor Martinez being retired, right? There's recently a bodybuilder. Uh, his name is Nicholas Vayan. Yeah, um, he came to Vegas. And uh, we, we lifted a few times together. And uh, if you guys go go through my Instagram, go through my Instagram. And um, if you look through my Instagram, you'll see a picture of me and him. And I'm out angling him. Um, I posted it. Yeah, it's probably from like three years ago. So if you guys can find it, post it right here for everyone to see. Um, we, we Yeah, we did some workouts together. And um, I thought he had a phenomenal physique, you know. Um, he, it, it honestly looked like a thicker Flex Lewis, you know, like he was thick, um, as she said. And um, <laughs> I was just mind blown. I, I'm like, this dude's going to go so far in the sport, you know, and he didn't even take that much shit either. Like me, like a, a genetic freak, you know, and um, yeah, I, I heard he just retired. And, you know, um, am I am I for it? Whatever makes him happy. You know, if he wasn't making any money or he was getting tired or the training and, and the supplementation, all that was taking a toll, or maybe he's just getting older, you know, fuck it, you know, I would say good for him, you know. Is that actually Nicholas, Nicholas Valand, actually. But so in his, in his explanation, why he's retiring, he said that he loves bodybuilding. He's still pretty much all for it. But he, he said that he has 1% doubt. And he said, if a bodybuilder has 1% doubt, that he's not confident in himself anymore, even at 1%, then he shouldn't be doing it anymore. That's kind of what his explanation was. It's interesting, you know. One percent, maybe I'd say maybe more like five to ten percent. But yeah, no, I get where he's coming from. But uh, yeah, man, you need to be all in. 
you know, if you're trying to be the best in the world. So I get where he's coming from with the one percent. Um, if you're trying to be Mr. Olympia, yeah, you, it, it needs to be a hundred for sure. Um, and if he, yeah, he, um, you know, after year after year after year, man, I'm sure it gets draining, you know, um, unless you're at the top, you know, pushing and pushing and pushing, you know, it's gotta be draining, man. I get it for sure. You know, you want life too, you know, I'm sure he wants to have fun and, you know, have a normal life and eat whenever he wants to eat. And, you know, obviously always train hard and eat right, but. You know, when you compete, it's a whole nother level, man. You know, like for me, you know, I'm night and day from when I competed. When I competed, it was like I just lived for every meal. Like I'd be on the clock. Okay, I got to eat. I got to eat. I got to eat. I got to eat. I got to do cardio. I got to train. I got to eat. You know, your whole life schedule just revolves around a show. There's nothing else. Like you put eating in front of everything. If you want to go on a date, if you want to go to whatever the hell it is, if you want to go on a town, like – got to make sure you're doing your meals not missing cardio it's just it's a lot to take man when you used to be a competitive bodybuilder did it affect your mood were you in a bad mood a lot of the times yeah yeah i was always crabby at night all my girlfriends hated me they're like i don't want to be around you just stay downstairs and now you're mostly in a good mood yeah i'm pretty happy you know besides my injury you know as soon as normal i'll be super happy uh, i want to get into a, actually a practical question right um is it possible to be not a pro bodybuilder obviously but you know a regular guy that wants to be huge and lean and does it does it, everybody have to do meal prep necessarily can you just you know still find ways to eat healthy without doing all that counting and weighing food and doing meal prep meal prep's a must man um whether you're meal prepping or you have a meal prep company um, I have a meal prep company that sponsors me here in Vegas, so it's a huge help. So two two out of four of my meals. I, I usually just eat around four meals a day right now. You know, nothing crazy, sometimes even three. Um, and, uh, you know, those meals, they really come in handy. Just throw them in the microwave and, bam, you're eating in two minutes. So, yeah, I would definitely say meal prep or a food prep company is a must if you want to get shredded or bulk or just basically bodybuilding in general, you need a meal prep. Yes, there's no way around it. You can't just eat out every meal. You'll get too bloated. When you use your meal prep company, right, did you um, basically ask for a specific type of macro packed meal? Like, Because sometimes you get it, but like, how do you know what if it's really good for you or not? You know what I mean? Um, yeah, no, they're, um, the macros are right on the top. And then I'll just add a little extra with it if they don't reach my macros. Every meal is a little different. So if one meal has 50 carbs and 50 protein, maybe I want another uh, 25 or 50 carbs. I'll just eat something with it, you know, um, maybe a little extra rice or a protein muffin or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely a must, you think. So if you if you take your fitness seriously, if you're bodybuilding seriously, you, you got to do it. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Um, I thought maybe you you would have another opinion because you know you kind of like you know I I'm, I'm not saying you don't you know you because you told me you don't count your food like you don't really count that type of stuff before so I figured I didn't know that would be your opinion you know what I mean Oh no it, it is my opinion yeah um you you ha- you usually a common bodybuilder eat five to six to even seven meals a day so I mean you can't be eating out every meal like that's just not gonna work for your budget or for um you know the sodium intake or the crap levels of what you're eating. So yeah, no, you definitely need a meal prep for sure. Do you think you can eat healthier places like, for example, uh, Chipotle? You know what I mean? Like, not not to. It's, there's many places like Chipotle, right? Where they just kind of like it's a conveyor belt of food, and, and you yeah, decide no, what to put in it. 
I tell a lot of my clients, you know, you can definitely do Chipotle here and there for sure. As long as you eat, you know, eat the right foods from Chipotle, not the cheese and sour cream and all that crap. If you do it right, you know, the meat, the rice, the tomatoes, you can actually, yeah, absolutely do it. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. I was wondering about that because technically, depending on what you put on it, you know what I mean? Like out of that, you know, variety of things. The choice is in your hands. It's just whether you do the right way or the wrong way. Are you going to listen to your stomach or your brain? What's your favorite, in health-wise, uh, fast food places like that you actually go to, to you know, but still eat healthy there? Which, do, you, do you have any ones? Um, there's a place. Well, there's a there's two places here. Um, I like to go to. There's Samurai Sam's. I have my own bowl there, kind of like Jay Cutler does. Um, so they give me a good discount there. So I just um, you know, I'll get a a big steak and rice bowl out to the gym. You know. Um, there's also Foodie Fit here in Vegas. That's a meal prep company. You walk in and just grab the meals. So those are my go-to places. Sometimes if I'm a little burnt out with that, I'll do Chipotle or, you know, um, another teriyaki type of steak and rice place. But, you know, I'm not really big on fast food or anything like that. You know, as crazy as it sounds. Another thing I want to ask you, a lot of people emailed about that, actually. Um, they asked you, Craig, like, What's the right way to break through? Like, like people, a lot of people reach their plateaus, right? Like, they, they reach their, they think that's the max they can put the muscle on in certain areas or, you know, this and that. How do you break through that? Like, how do you, what's the right approach to actually go beyond that to the next level? Well, man, I remember at one point I was 280 and I was like, man, if I could just be 300, like, that would be like life changing. Like, I'd feel immortal, you know? And then I hit 300. And I was like, well, what about 315, you know? Like, that sounds pretty crazy, too. And then you hit 315. And you're like, well, 325, now that's that's crazy, you know? Then you hit 325. And then I'm like, 350, okay, now that's actually, you know, a huge reason um, why I went to the route to get in as big as possible is because of Generation Iron. Um, I don't know if you knew this. You probably do, but in 2016... Um, I was working legs at the gym one day and um, my phone just blew up like, bah, 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 bah. I'm like, dude, what happened? Did someone die? And um, everyone's like, Craig, Generation Iron claimed you're the biggest freaking bodybuilder right now or, or something like that. I was like, what? Yeah, right. And I look and I was just like, what the, you know what I mean? I was like mind blown. I remember I couldn't even like take it in. I was like, cause I mean, I wasn't really that known back then in 2016, like, you know, fairly, you know? And, um, yeah, you guys claim me the biggest freak. And I was just like, okay, they think that's freaky. I was like 320. I'm like, let's, let's step it up. Let's get nuts, you know? And that's when my journey to 350 happened. I'm like, I'm going to start to get even bigger. You know, let's, let's, let's do the work. Let's literally show these people what I can do. So then I hit 350 and then even 360 after that, you know? And, um, that's kind of my story of how, you know, it's, it's kind of crazy how it works. Now we have a podcast together. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, but um, Generation Iron is the reason why I actually went a whole nother route with my bodybuilding to get super big. It was because you guys claimed me the biggest freak, and I was like, okay, well, I'm not really trying right now. I'm chilling, you know, so let's try. So what did it take for you to break through this plateau, like mentally, physically, like for, from to go from, you know, that way to that way? Don't, don't miss a gym session. Don't miss supplementation. Don't miss sleep. Do whatever it takes. Do the work. If you want it bad enough, you'll make it happen, and it will happen. Get a coach. Hire me. Hire anybody. You know, someone that knows their shit. If you want to get big, hire someone that you look up to that's massive. If you want to get shredded, hire someone that you look up to that's shredded, you know. Um, 
you know, that helps too, man, because we know how to um, push through. Sometimes people, they just stop. Their body stops. They can't get past 350 or sorry, 250. Let's go. Let's hit 275. You can do it. I did it. You know, why can't you? You know, let's go. But you know what happens a lot? I know people like that, actually. They say, well, I did everything I could. My leg's just not going to grow. Because no, you're not there. So, so basically, they should not just blame it and just stop doing it. They, they, there's always a way, you're saying. There's always a way. you got to switch things up. If you're eating eight meals a day and you're not growing, switch up the meals. Eat different things. All right, Craig. Good talking to you, man. That's all we have for today. It was good talking to you, man. Till next time. Get huge.